The Voice of Real Estate. It is the Voice of Real Estate podcast. We are back another week with Jenny Schimmel. Jenny, how you doing? How are you? It is hot. <laughs> That's how I'm doing. It is hot. It is. I saw a meme on Facebook that says the next time somebody tells you it's hot, slap them because it's the <laughs> summer. But I won't slap you. Don't worry. I don't want to be. I don't want to be slapping you. So, Jenny is uh, the voice of real estate in the Lehigh Valley. She knows her shiitake when it comes to real estate. So that's why a couple times a week sit here and ask her questions. So I got to tell you this funny story real, real quick. So <laughs> I'm know, listening. You're in Joel's paradise here. The, the yes. apartment paradise. We're, we're working on getting me a house. We're working on it. We're working on it. It's just starting the process. So I had a friend over here the other night and he goes, yo, it's, it's just like you. He goes, oh, it's hot outside. I didn't slap him either. I should have. Uh, it's so hot outside. When you move out of here, somebody's calling me. When you move out of here, uh, you better be able to get a pool. I want you to have a pool. And you know what? I started thinking, hmm, I kind of want a pool. Not necessarily for him, but it would be nice in the summertime. You know, nothing too crazy. Maybe an above ground with a deck or something. So right. now in the real estate world, how do uh, like accessories, stuff like that, a pool or a really nice deck or, you know, something along those lines. How does that work? Because I've heard people say, and I don't know if this is a myth or not, but oh, well, if you're, uh, if, if you own a house and you put a pool in that it like devalues your house, that can't be true. Is it no. true? No, I mean, it's so an appraiser, what happens with pools? Um, it's a 50-50. It's a 50-50 if someone such as yourself, a buyer, a wants a pool. Um, not everybody wants a pool. Either they don't swim or just personal reasons, they, the maintenance, you know, because you have to understand. Well, that's the other thing, the maintenance. I'm not yeah. looking. I have to hire somebody to do that part. Just you know, like just like the cutting the grass. Who's going to cut the grass when I get my house? I know, but you know what? These are all home ownership duties. <sighs> These are all the things you have to look forward to. Exactly. So like I was going to say, so it's just like owning a home, you know, with being a homeowner, you have the grass to cut. You have any plumbing leaks to take care of. It's not like living in an apartment where you can just, you know, call this guy at like midnight and say, Hey, uh, come unclog my toilet for me. You know, like you kind of got to learn the basics. I mean, you don't need to, you can always maybe call on a management company and they can help you out, but you're going to always pay an extra fee. If there's something you need done in the middle of the night or on a holiday, you know, things of that nature. But so with pools, you know, you also have the maintenance. And you also, so I have heard all types of stories about pools. I'm on the fence of, I like pools. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to try to talk them, you know, um, down by any means, but, um, but I do know the, the pluses and the negatives. So I know um, appraisers, depending on what type of pool it is. So if you can envision this in your mind, let's say you have, you know, your backyard and you have an above ground pool with just a small deck you know, the steps that walk up and it's just a, a small deck around the above ground pool. Or you have a house that has a pool, but it's an in-ground pool. It has a concrete patio around it. It has water features. It has a slide. It has a built-in bar. Like We're talking uh, now. Yeah, this, exactly. is, this is my type of pool here. Yeah, okay? it's you know, paradise. I, I saw online they have speakers now that you can put them poof right in the middle of yes. the water. And then the, the music is outside and inside the water. Yes. How that, so it's going to be an expensive one if we're going to go all out. Exactly. I mean, I said earlier, oh, maybe just an above ground one, but no, you're, you're talking up the, the below ground ones yeah. now. So, so I'm you've got most. like the, the pool kings uh, okay. feel going on where they have these elaborate things. So that's when, so the difference between the two, you know, you've got the above ground pool and then you've got the elaborate uh, to the extreme, like I just spoke about. You're going to get more value. Obviously, let me tell you, 
um, that in-ground elaborate uh, water feature pool, you know, whatever, that's going to be a minimum of probably $100,000. What? You know, yes. 100000 Probably just for the pool. Oh, geez. Not all that other fancy stuff. Um, so I'm just estimating, you know, depending on what size. So that you're going to get the value in an appraisal for. Above ground pool, you're probably not going to get that as much. I mean, because think about it. You've got two differences. One's in ground and it's concrete and it's got all this less It's there things. forever. Yeah, very exactly. permanent. Yeah. Where an appraiser for an above ground pool, they're really not going to give you much value. So it really depends on what it is. It depends on, you know, what's around it. Um, and obviously uh, how it's been maintained. You know, what are some of the issues that come happen with a pool. I've seen pools with cracks, you know, um, I've seen pools where they haven't been maintained. They have a crack in the pool. All that water has been running, you know, into the yard somewhere, and then it has to be dug out and filled in or replaced with a new pool. So I hear from pool people, pool companies, people that own pools that they're kind of like, Oh, it's like a boat, you know, (laughs) where it's like you're throwing money into the ground, you know, whatever, but it's to each his own. Really. If it's something that you like and you enjoy, just as if you were to buy a home brand new and you were to spend money on upgrades, those upgrades are usually to your liking. Let's just say you're like me. I'm not saying that this would be my house, but I like, you know, I live in the eighties. I love the eighties, but let's say my house was, I loved it so much that I'm like, I'm going to go do this new construction house, but I want it Miami Vice, you know, all inside. Well, (laughs) you know, that's uh, not going to be everyone's taste, you know, for now, especially. So there are certain things that, you know, you have to understand you're not going to get the value out of later um, where you might put this pool in, but it's going to be more for like your enjoyment. I can't say, and no one can guarantee that you're going to, if you spend 250,000 on this elaborate thing in your backyard, no one can say that you're going to get $250,000 back, you know, in value. That's an expensive pool. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... Man, all uh, it is is a hole in the ground. It may Jeez. not be 250, but let me just say 150 <laughs> or something like that. But yes, exactly. All right, and, so my next question is, how, how are you working on that Miami Vice? What is it, a kitchen? The Miami Vice kitchen? <laughs> I want to see that one. That's done. That's cool. Right. Well, if anything, it would be like something hot pink. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, but I don't think they make hot pink granite or anything. No. So yeah. No, you'd but, have to work on that. But yeah, so there's a lot, but pools I think are great, um, especially now. Things are changing where, uh, you know, events and get togethers and stuff. I do know that pool companies are going insane right now because they're getting so many calls for pools. People are planning ahead probably next year. We don't know when all of this is going to happen. There's a lot of pools that are not, um, if you belong to a community or if there's a community pool that you have to pay a membership for, that they're only allowing the people that live in that area to buy the membership and go to that pool where you can't come from out of the area and pay for a day pass. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of restrictions. So that's why like this whole pool thing has been kicked up like crazy. Um, But just remember, you know, you want to look over all your features, uh, maybe some pros and cons I have heard with our climates. So, you know, we get maybe about what, four, three, four months of like a uh, poolish season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it depends if that's the official pool season or, you know, if I had a pool, especially if I spent $250,000 on it. I Hopefully, know. if I had a pool, I spent that much. I'd be in that thing in like freaking right. February. Well, you know? and you'd so, probably have like a hot tub in there, oh, oh, and, you yeah, know, crazy yeah, things. But yeah. I think of it as, you know, there, there are all these cool things now with paddle boarding. You can do paddle boarding yoga in your pool and you can have it open longer. You just wear a wetsuit. You know, there's so many things. I just think it, it sets, um, it also sets a um, precedence, like it's it, it um, 
what I want to say, uh, atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, where it's relaxing. To oh, go totally. Sit, you know, and that's, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I know that eventually when I get the house, once I find it, because once I find it, I know it's going to be it. You know, you yeah. know, when you got the feeling that it's it. So once I find it, it's definitely going to be just like this apartment is oh. the entertaining place <laughs> with, you know, six flights of steps. Well, <laughs> hopefully not that, but you know what I mean? Like people come yeah. in here all the time and I think it would be fun for my friends to swim, but that oh, yeah. one idiot that said he's not coming over unless I get a pool, I should get the house and then wait to get the pool just so he doesn't come over. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I would have to do that anyway to save probably. Right. I know. So, so I, but there's so many options and maybe the house will already have a pool, but there, yes, there's always going to be maintenance. So you have to think about that. There's companies that you can take the water sample to. They'll tell you exactly what you need for like the chemicals um, and exactly what has to be put in it. But it's, I've heard that it's all about how you close your pool is how it's going to open and mm. how it's going to go next year, you know, because you get that green water, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a plus and a minus when it comes to real estate. Uh, you know, again, it depends on the property. It depends on the condition of the pool. It depends on how elaborate it is and what it is. Um, but I'm not against pools, you know, um, but just get educated. All right. So I need a pool. We'll add that to the to the need list. All right. So I hope you're making a list because I'm going to Jenny Schimmel for my realtor. So her her list is she she's working with the hard list. Has to be under a hundred thousand dollars. Has to have an in ground pool. Has to have I don't know <laughs> central air, a music room. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. On a hundred hundred grand, that's a tall list for me. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to up that a little bit. You might have to you might have to transition to a condo where the condo already has the pool, yeah. and you don't even have to maintain it. Yeah, but the problem with the condo is then you have to share a wall with somebody, right? Well, yeah, but every yeah. condo is different. Yeah. You know how it's set up. Believe me, nobody wants to live next to me with the amount oh, of boy. loud music and stenches coming from all places. <laughs> oh, no. Nobody wants to nobody wants to share a wall with me. So no, I I'll be honest with you, I really have been looking a lot. Again, your website, JennySoldMine.com, all the listings right on there. You guys were in the virtual world like ten years ago, it seems. You were ready yes. for coronavirus before it even oh, came. We because, you know, I, I'm doing virtual tours, really looking at everything. I've spent like way too much time on Zillow just because <laughs> it's so easy. And one thing I wanted to point out, you look on Zillow, I find it so amazing that you know, you find a house you like and it's like, poof, call this realtor, call this company, the button's right there. But if you're from out of state, you know, if you're from somewhere else, you really need to get with somebody that's local, that knows the Lehigh Valley, that knows this area, that knows real estate in and out, but especially in this area. So, I mean, my my real question is, how is the Lehigh Valley unique and different and why? Well, let me back up to your comment about Zillow and how there's the list of people that are on there. Yeah. Just so you know, that those are people that pay for maybe um, a little bit of advertising on Zillow. So when you click on one of those people, it does not mean that they're the listing agent for that property, where some people think that. So what you are doing is you're blindly selecting someone that could be an agent. And this is a common misconception, right? Common misconception. People see it and they click right away. So it's, yeah. Exactly. And, um, you know, listing agents advertise the properties out there, but Zillow has this thing where then they have these other agents that aren't even associated with the property. And they can be an agent that's been in the business for a month, two months. They might not even be from the area themselves. I'm born and raised in the area, you know, so I know all about the Lehigh Valley. I've seen all the growth. Um, I've, you know, real estate is my life but anyways so if you're an out of, coming from out of state or if you just want to know why you should choose you know an agent that knows the area but anyways we are different um 
So New York and New Jersey, those are different states with different rules, different laws, and they're attorney review states, where Pennsylvania is not an attorney review state. Everything goes through a title company. So New York and New Jersey, it goes, the agent shows the property, and then once they make an offer on a property, it gets handled by the attorney. Um, and then the, the agent's kind of like the second party, where in Pennsylvania, the agent's doing everything. Okay. You know, the agent is showing the properties, putting the paperwork together, getting them set up with the title company. Um, we don't get paid hourly. That's also, you know, a misconception. Things are different state to state. But so this is the one business where you put money out and your time and um, your availability uh, ahead of ever getting paid for anything, you know? Um, and it's, there's a lot of people that can't wrap their head <laughs> around that. Like, how do you do it? And that's what comes with experience though. You know, where there's agents that might like myself that are experienced. I've been doing this for almost 20 years that, you know, you're in the groove. You've already dealt with it. You're, you're, you have to manage your money. Well, you have to, um, you know, you have to build up that rapport. Um, most of my business is past referral business. Uh, I love new business as well. And I love educating people from out of state about our area and how much our area has to offer as well as I have all the connections with local lenders, local inspectors. All of that is so important because when you're putting an offer on a property and let's say you come to me and you have this online lender that no one's ever heard of and it's called Billy Bob <laughs> Lending Institution <laughs> and they're from uh, Minnesota or something not saying that something's wrong with Minnesota but they don't know they don't know our what's going on in Pennsylvania they don't know how we prorate taxes they don't there can be so many things that can be missed in a transaction especially in this type of real estate world right now and the way our market is you can get so sideways in a transaction that you wouldn't even realize how much money you could put out into something and then never settle on that property because you weren't educated properly and there was something that someone could have seen from right from the beginning that could have solved all these headaches in the end. Mm. And you could also end up in a lawsuit. You know, my parents always talk about that, that when they were in the 90s, early 90s, they're looking for a house. They came across a house that they really liked. They put an offer in. Their offer was, I, I believe that their offer was even okay. They got the green light on the offer. And then yeah. when they got the house inspected, mm -hmm. my dad always talks about this. He always tells a story that the dude, he watched him, went up on the roof, put his arms around the chimney and the whole like oh chimney shook. And they only realized this once they had already started the process. Yes. You know, and then it's like, now what? Exactly. Now and we start are, over. Those are the things that I look for, you know, when I'm walking through a You property. get up and shake the chimney, Jenny? Well, if I have a ladder, but yeah, I mean, I'm always up for a challenge. But just with my new construction background, you know, I know how things are built. I know literally from the ground up mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh i know there's just so much it's you know 20 years of experience that you know i could talk about real estate till i'm blue in the face or probably make someone fall asleep but you know for me it's a passion you know where i can walk into a place and i can point things out i can s tell you if a, a house is probably going to be a money pit you know at the end of the day or i can map the whole thing out for you where we walk into a house and there might be an issue with a septic or something. And I can give you all of your options of how this, this pitch, I can paint this picture for you. And then you can figure out, okay, is this worth it for me or not? Where you might've went into that house and saw all the bells and whistles and all the pretty things on the inside. 
but you didn't think about all those expensive things that could go wrong with all your major systems, you know? And then that's where, you know, we come in where we bring you back to reality because m most first time home buyers are just excited to get into a house, but they don't understand so many things that go along with it. You know, um, even, and even someone that uh, maybe they're, they bought a house and they're looking to get into something bigger or downsize, most likely they learned from that first transaction. Well, I'm here to try and educate you so that doesn't, so you don't fall into that. that and, and you know what? You're rubbing off on me. Just wait. When the day comes and I start signing the papers, I'm going to be an expert. Maybe I'll yeah. quit my radio job and start working with you. I don't hey. know. Hey, I could sell <laughs> houses. Sure. You think I'm I sure could? I'm good. Yeah. Let me practice. <laughs> okay. We're walking in now. This is the studio. It's all one room. My bedroom's over here. My kitchen's over here. <laughs> No separation. <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway, Jenny, thank you for being here. Another week in Joel's Paradise. Another week of the voice of real estate. How do people get in touch with you once again? You can always call me or text me 610-360-0036 or go to my website, jennysoldmine.com. 